Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. He's back. And there's Scott Robbins. How about this? With everything going on, and we'll be keeping an eye on D.C. today because there is a pro-Israel demonstration going yeah. on. That's refreshing. Something different. Man, I mean, the turnout is amazing. It is. Uh, but I don't know if you heard about the State Department staffers that signed this letter yeah. accusing the president of war crimes and accusing... Israel of war crimes and our president supporting it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very unhappy about it. No. Bye. Wow. Well, okay, 100 people in total criticizing Biden's response to the war between Israel and Hamas. All right. So I guess this starts, and I get this story from Daily Wire. It's out there in a lot of places. Axios had it. There's this five-page internal memo referred to as a dissent cable that was organized by a junior diplomat and accused Biden of failing to de-escalate the situation when Israel began to retaliate against Hamas, in addition to accusing Israel of committing war crimes in Gaza. This was written by Sylvia Yacoub as a foreign, what is she? Yeah, foreign affairs officer in the Bureau of Middle East Affairs. Um, She had been criticizing Biden for a while on X and other places saying you are providing significantly more military assistance to the government that is indiscriminately attacking innocent Gazans. You are complicit in genocide, President. Well, indiscriminate is just not the right word. No, it's not. It's not Not at all. It's not indiscriminate when you're you're giving people a heads up to, to leave. Yes, and you've had this whole thing with the hospitals, and even Biden said, you got to make the hospitals safe. Well... As it's been reported all over the place, Hamas has its headquarters under the main hospital. Okay? And then you're seeing even NBC this morning, Hamas says there's no proof of that. Uh, Our own State Department said it. What else do you need? You're going to take Hamas's word for it? Really? Right. I mean, they've talked about it for for years before this started about yes. where they bed down and 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 generally it is under sensitive civilian targets um because they they're basically saying to Israel or the United States or anyone else what are you going to do about it cuz we're we're going to raise a fuss about it obviously if you bomb a hospital of course well, it's a propaganda game they're playing and winning, unfortunately. Invite American journalists to see for themselves whether or not it's there or not. If you say it's not there, then it's not there. Good. Yeah, bring in bring in American journalists with their camera crews. Let them film it. If you got nothing to hide, you got nothing to hide, right? Well, there's videos that the Israeli military is showing, but couldn't be verified. Right, exactly. So you get <laughs> that you get that nonsense. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. I know. Well, so So you're gonna believe Hamas. Right. Okay. All right, Hamas, incredible. Hamas authorities say. Yeah, it's, okay. that part's unbelievable to me. And this whole notion that somehow there's some negotiating peace deal that can get done, that yeah. you need to cease fire, you need to go in and ask for I mean, you know, 
What a world are you living in, man? Well, you go over this a million times. I mean, I don't. A Hamas leader said within the last couple of weeks, yes. we're going to do it again. And, and again. And we and again. And we won't stop. And we want to kill them. Yes. yes. Yeah, you don't negotiate that your way out of that one. No. There is no negotiation. And this whole two-state solution, Israel has tried again and again and again. Are they perfect? Of course not. But have they tried? Yes. If you pay attention to this story, you know what reality is. But so many people in our country don't seem to know what actual reality is. And that's very frustrating. And more on that a little bit later. Uh, David, you're saying Joe Biden is talking about climate change? Yeah, uh, Joe Biden gave a statement on climate change. And the setup to this is he's talking about how hot it was over the summer. What? Yeah. And I'll tell you, it, it, just as a reminder, it's not senility. It, it's that lifelong stutter that he's been dealing with. Yeah. All right. Roll it is here. The hottest we've ever recorded in history. It's an impact. An impact the decades are making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction for much too long. Look, uh, but we're acting now. We have been acting. Okay. I'm trying to make sense of that. Mm-hmm. Cool. And embarrassing. Well, the first thing I get tripped up in my mind because when they kept talking about the hottest on record, and I remember as that was happening, you would correct it almost every day, David. Well, well, yeah. I mean, they're they're going based off of uh, records that reliably go back to the 1970s, and then there there's some uh, 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 there's some guesswork that goes into this as well, looking at ice cores and yes. and 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 tree remains and whatnot, where they're saying this was the hottest on record or the hottest the planet has ever experienced. That being said, I mean all of the uh, the the whole hottest the planet has ever seen or been. Mm-hmm. All of that was based off of a study that it itself said should not be used as any sort of official record because it was largely theoretical. Like they they explicitly said that after it started to gain a lot of traction. They said, oh, well, hold on a second. You know, we're going off of sort of best guess. We're going off of uh, perhaps unreliable uh, uh, monitoring stations even today. How dare you? So the idea the hottest ever, it's like, you know, the, the earth at one point was like a giant collection of molten rock, right? <laughs> like it was certainly hotter at another point in earth's history. Um, you're just being a bunch of, uh, well, hysterical loons. Yes. So you're trying to hold on to this narrative when you're staring at a possible World War Three going on. And I, I don't know how, who takes this serious right now. You had... Greta Thunberg over the weekend trying to have some climate rally, but it also turns into an anti-Israel rally. Yeah, it's odd. Which is really odd. And then I can't help but think this one. It's an impact, an impact the decades are making huh? because inaction was, uh, there was inaction for much too long. How long you been around, dude? Right. Since nineteen. You better own that one if you're going to go out yeah. with that narrative. First elected to Congress in 1908. <laughs> 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 so it's just kind of... Nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, something else a lot of people are talking about is San Francisco. Wow, did that get cleaned up in a hurry? Yeah, it's it's amazing. As soon as there's this big international event happening in San Francisco, the city and the state of California proves that you can actually clean up the streets and in a hurry. Wow. Get that thing cleared out quick to where, I mean, there are people who live in the area that they've cleared out for the international 
representatives, including Xi Jinping of China, um, mm-hmm. who are saying, wow, I've never felt safer <laughs> because it, there isn't human feces on the sidewalk. Yeah. And there's not someone smoking drugs right outside of my door. I feel pretty good that my car's not going to get broken into today. So basically you're saying, hey, citizens of San Francisco, we don't give a flip about you really. Yeah. But we got the president of China coming in and other, you know, important people. We got to clean the place up. Right. So Governor Gavin Newsom, instead of running from it or acknowledging the disparity between, you know, how it usually runs and how it's running right now, just leaned into it. And defend you put on an event, by definition, you know, you, you have people over your house, you're going to clean up the house. You have 21 world leaders, you've got tens of thousands of people coming from all uh, around the globe. Uh, what an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place, San Francisco. <laughs> what a freaking cell phone that is. Holy <laughs> right. cow. Wow. Right. Well, I, I'm just sitting here going, you know, n- most people... Yes, you're, you might you might dust a little bit more if people are coming over. You might mop a little bit more. You know, get everything really in tip-top shape if people are coming over for Thanksgiving or whatever. You might do that, but you, you don't live with feces on the ground the rest no. of, the te- of the year. No. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. No. No, that's quite a comparison there. <laughs> that's when the family and the psychologist knock on the door, and that's the show, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, we've got to do something about this. Yeah. You're living in squalor. Yeah, Edna's out of control right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Basically and, and, saying, and, and to, every other, to yeah. every other city that has this issue, yeah. you've basically said, yeah, you can do something about it. You just yeah. need important people to come to your town because right. the people that live there, you don't give a crap about. Right. And he said there was already money allocated for this. It wasn't like going to be another burden upon taxpayers. The money was already there. So it was already there. If that's true, oh. and you didn't spend it before, probably. Well, I mean, this, this is this what is, the hell is going on here? This, this is going to wind up like one of those episodes of Hoarders, where you see the six month yeah. follow up, and the guy has like twelve new cats living in the house, right. <laughs> and they'll 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 have to go to Shutter Island and get the rest of them back again. Right. I mean, you know, golly. Well, the the thing is, and I think we know this: the same is about crime. If you crack down hard hard a lot of it will go away i mean you're never going to get every single criminal off the street but you don't have to live the way people in big cities have been living no with shoplifting carjackings speaking of carjackings a different story the carjacking level in dc went up a notch did you hear what happened yeah well yeah. i'm going to let peter Ducey from fox deliver it because I, you can tell with his delivery, he was amazed by this. And this was report. This report was from yesterday, but you'll yes, get the, the idea. car jacking and car stealing problem in Washington D.C. has now extended to somebody with Secret Service protection. <laughs> At 11:58 p.m. last night in Georgetown, which is about a mile and a half from where we're standing right now. Uh, Secret Service officers who are assigned to protect Naomi Biden, that's President Biden's granddaughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, opened fire at three people who were trying to steal one of the Secret Service vehicles. We don't know exactly what kind of a car this was, but according to the Secret Service, who just sent us a statement, I... Secret Service agents encountered possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied 
government vehicle during the encounter a federal agent discharged a service weapon and it is believed no one was struck the offenders immediately fled the scene in a red vehicle and a regional lookout was issued to supporting units that means okay yeah this is it goes to another level with the deuce which is pretty funny somebody tried to steal a secret service car from the agents that were protecting the president's granddaughter and they got away <laughs> they're still out there this morning back to you yeah. <laughs> they're still out there yeah, yeah that, they couldn't get them that really is the incredible thing i mean like do they just need more range time at the secret service or what what's going on i mean because i would i would assume that uh, to me, if you had told me like two, three days ago, yes. what do you think would happen if a uh, if a vehicle associated with a service, a Secret Service protectee, was being broken into? What do you think the Secret Service would do? And I would say, well, the person breaking in would probably not be long for this world. Yes, because you kind of have this image in your head that the Secret Service. Um, is actually like a group of badasses because they're supposed to be protecting the, the, the president and the loved ones of the president. Sure. But apparently they, they can't get some gangbangers who are breaking into an SUV, huh? Nope. Well, nope. Then, then you remember, th this is the same brain trust that can't seem to figure out who left cocaine in a numbered, locked cubby at the White House. Oh, they know. Of course they, they know. do. <laughs> you see the pictures that have been released on that? Yeah. The little baggie of Coke there. Yep, can't solve that one. <laughs> well, you Maybe better get some new people in to do the investigations if you can't figure that one out. A red car. Wow. Um, and, and now we have a movable border wall. That caper and much more coming up right here. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed 36,000 25 one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. 
Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right. A movable border wall. Yeah. Beautiful. That'll solve stuff. Yeah. So you know how uh, the Biden administration announced that they were going to start building about 20 miles of new border wall in Star County, Texas, a pretty popular crossing area that they decided, okay, well, we're just going to go ahead and do this, Uh, even though they're saying our, our hands were tied. We had to spend the money. Well, what they're doing is not evidently a a permanent border wall, but instead a movable border wall. And and so the example that they're they're using um, is in a portion of the border wall in uh, Brownsville, Texas, or or further south. Okay. Um, And if you can imagine, it's about, I don't know, four feet of steel of that bollard fencing that's sunk into what look like highway concrete dividers. So it's it's not like it's not like a, a plastic, you know, no trespassing sign or anything like that. It's heavy, but you could knock it over with a vehicle. The vehicle would be damaged, <laughs> but you could knock it over. Um, Gosh, man. It's, so they're saying, well, th- this allows more flexibility in order to, if you needed to move it somewhere where a new or just problem. just build a wall all the way across. Right. Uh, you, you actually, in the end, that would be the most cost-effective thing. The reason they use it further south is because there's a port of entry there, actually. And so, they, so they'll use it to direct people there. And if, if, if people start uh, coming across in a different section, then they have some more flexibility one way or the other. But yeah, border patrol we officials. We want people to come through, yeah. but we have to give the appearance that we somehow care. So this movable wall should buy us some time yeah. until the next election. Pretty much. It's <laughs> just absolute I joke. Know. I know, and it oh, just ratchets up the cynicism even further, doesn't it? Does, it does. Yes, man. Yes. So much different news out there. Did anyone see the story out of Vogue? There's a photo shoot oh, with I Jeff Bezos. That. Yeah. Okay. Jeff Bezos, multi-billionaire, Amazon, Washington Post. And yes, he and his wife got divorced a while back, and he's been with Lauren Sanchez for a while. Used to be a TV, TV news, news anchor. Yes. Yeah, of course. Well, they do this Vogue photo shoot, and they're getting ripped for it from a lot of people. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, yes. You have this first shot. It's him in a cowboy hat. You know, tight black T-shirt. She's got like a wife beater on, trying to flex some muscle there, there for your uh, for your own viewing pleasure. <laughs> See, there you go. If you want to describe that at all? Go right ahead. How nuts is that? Well, yeah. So she's got a little a hint of side boob going yes. right there as she's like sprawled over him in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. And then there's you know some others as you can see. I'll show them to you. Uh huh. But the comments are what make the story. User wrote, I've never been more uncomfortable with a photo. Ridiculous photograph. Halloween is over. Number (laughs) one cringe post I've ever seen in my life. Just goes on. This is several degrees of bleeping weird. And definitely not Vogue in any description. I'm being kind here. I've been shown this picture against my will. It is weird. (laughs) This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. 
Somebody said she looked like Steven Tyler. I see it. Really? I can see what they're okay. saying. Yeah. Well, she got her lips injected or something. Yeah, they're, mm. they're very pouty. Yeah. Yes. And, I mean, it's kind of the 70s Tyler hairstyle. Yeah. You know. So, yes, I can see that, especially with the sunglasses on. Dude oh, looks like a lady. And in, in fairness, Steven Tyler also just kind of looks more and more like an aging uh, uh, model. Oh. The more it goes on. Have you ever seen that photo? It's it's him with um, uh, with Axl Rose, and someone says, "Is it just me or these two now look like two lesbians in Portland who just opened up a coffee shop?" I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's brutal. Okay, uh, impeachment of Mayorkas. Where are we at? That news straight ahead. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer. That's Scott Robbins. Okay, so a possible impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. Well, yeah, well, they they tried it, sort of. Uh, Republicans did. Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, put forth a uh, an impeachment bill, and this impeachment bill would have essentially just sent it over to the Senate. There would be no committee, no markup, no... Uh, no sort of pre-trial show. And so it failed with eight Republicans in total saying, no, thank you. Eight Republicans. Eight Republicans. Now 12 Republicans and 12, yeah, yeah, 12 Democrats mm-hmm. decided yep. that they were not going to vote one way or the other. Uh, but eight actually voted against it. Any reason why? Uh, well, in some, I, th- I think there's a there's a mixture of things at play here. One is uh, they may be in swing districts. They're kind of afraid of the political fallout. Oh, you don't want to do the right thing. No. Because afraid of the fallout. Now, now the other thing I, I, I could kind of defend is that you do want to be able to make the case more efficiently. Because so, like... What the House of Representatives will do with any impeachment uh, proceeding is generally there's, you know, a fact-finding mission. Here's issue A, B, and C, and then we're going to figure out what amounts to charges that are going to be leveled against uh, the executive branch official in question. And then they'll be able to send it over to the Senate where they can make the case more coherently. Uh, To me, it sort of sounds like loser speak to just say you don't have enough or that we need a show trial in the House before we can have a show trial in the Senate. but Well, I mean, you know, you mentioned this. Usually it's a fact-finding thing. Um, look at the country. Look at the big cities. Look at Texas, Arizona, Mexico. That guy's in charge of the Department of Homeland Security. Impeached. Done. You let all these people in. You don't know how many. You don't know how many gotaways. You don't know how many known terrorists are in the country. You didn't do your job. You need to go. Out! 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 <laughs> Thank out. you. Thank you. Well, during normal administration times, he would have been fired a long time ago. Well, yes. I mean, if, if everything was normal. Comes, you know, for a hearing. He has no answers. He does it on purpose. Yeah, you get fired. Yeah. It is. No. Yeah, well, you know, my district, I want to make sure that I can get reelected. Right. It's the procedure, and we need to do things the right way, and Weasley. Um, yeah. Just Weasley. Speaking of, uh, you know, a state that's been sort of overrun, according to them, with 
Illegal Aliens is New York. Holy smokes, man. Um, and Eric Adams, I think he got sent a message last week. Better stop all the yapping. Because we know where all that money from Turkey came into your coffers there, buddy. Yeah, it was a we horses, got a little investigation going on. Horses head in his bed moment. Buddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they've got other problems, too. And Kathy Hochul, the governor, is trying to step in and do her part to be a great American, David. Yeah, New York Governor Kathy Hochul says she's ramping up the state's social media surveillance amid a spike in hate crimes and crime in general. Oh. We're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. Oh. What's being said on social media platforms? And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. And all this is... Hold on a second. That might sound all fine and good to some people, but who decides what the hate speech is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's where the overcorrection has occurred here, in my view. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't need to police people's uh, uh, speech. You need to police people's actions. Yes. I mean, I suppose if you make, you know, the observation some people are getting a little jihadi with their comments, you might want to mm-hmm. keep an eye there. Right. I mean, I understand that. But well, how far does that go? In response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Because personal security is about everything for them. As I said, no one walking down the street or in a subway should feel they have to find to hide. Have you seen what's happened over the last three years? Right. Are you joking me? What are you talking about? Any indications of what the religious beliefs are? We expect to see people celebrating their lives, walking about freely. And that is no longer the case because people are living in fear. Talking about Jewish people. Mm -hmm. It's code there. Yes, you mean you should be able to. I mean, they start to use these words that in some ways are nonsensical. Scott, have you ever walked down the street celebrating your life? No. Just curious. (laughs) Not that I'm aware of. What regular person talks like that? Mm-hmm. What are you doing today? You no know, I was does. out walking, celebrating my life. These are the most unserious people on the planet. <laughs> they are. They just, just platitude after platitude after platitude. That's all it is. And if you were to celebrate your life as you're walking down the street, how would you do it? Um, I'm just I, curious. Brr, uh, I would probably sing Candyman and skip. <laughs> Then I am all for you celebrating your life as you walk down the street because I want to see that. All right. <laughs> Somehow I didn't picture you doing that. I don't know. It just I, I, you threw it at me, and I just that was the first thing that popped into my head. That's how I would celebrate. I think there's something else that would fit, honestly. Okay. Before we move on, and I know you like this song. If you could skip Scotty while walking down the street. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I'd do the part well, really loud. And we're celebrating life. Fantastic. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Maybe Kathy Hochul. Cotton candy while I was there. Yes. Um, did anybody come out and say to Kathy Hochul, hey, that's a little bit Islamophobic there. What you saying? Well, I mean, yeah, there needs to be some accountability here because, I mean, what... What are you saying? Are you saying you're going to start surveilling Muslims again? Sounds like it. 
They, they're looking for the jihadi comments, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, more on that a little bit later. At that time of the show, time to go around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? You know what? I'm actually bringing a feel-good story in. Today. Nice. Uh, because like I've it. been I've been following this guy on Twitter for quite some time. I know a lot of people have. He he's his name is Dave Dana D A N N A. Seventeen months ago, this guy was over four hundred pounds, and he, he as he'll point out, he doesn't know how much he actually weighed because his scale maxed out at four hundred. Um, and he was depressed. He was in a massive amount of debt financially. Um, and he says, in his words, he was lonely. But about 17 months ago, he got humiliated on a flight because he had to ask for a seatbelt extender. Oh, man. And that was in front of his entire family. And mm-hmm. so he decided he was going to do something about it. So he you know, got a simple gym membership. And he's been documenting it for the last 17 months, his weight loss. Uh, and it is incredible to watch it. And he, he'll still say, I'm morbidly obese still. But he is down 135 pounds. And, That's awesome. I mean, and he's, he's still going. And I wanted to give him a shout-out today because also, along the way, he has found a lady friend, and he is getting married today. So I want to put awesome. out uh, really good vibes uh, and mazel tov to Dave Dana for uh, everything that has happened in your life. And so I'm, I'm just very excited. It's one of those things where, and I don't really go into this for celebrities, but when something good happens to, to this guy who's always been so positive about everything mm-hmm. and he's really on a mission to make his life better, I'm rooting for him so hard that I'm just I'm actually excited for him on his wedding day. And I've never met the guy. I've never talked to the guy. Isn't that cool? But it is yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, put that out in the universe. I love it. D V C with the man. positivity. You Gosh. know, you were gone yesterday, it was just me and Scotty, man. I that know. was a <laughs> Ray of sunshine for me. <laughs> Downtrodden Scotty yesterday. Well, it, wow. it is kind of nice to hear. And I, I don't want to. Cool. I, I don't really have anything. You can go ahead, Jim. Done. <laughs> <laughs> it's what's your story. We go around the table. I know, what I is know, your story for what's your story? Uh, my story involves Adam Shifty Shift. He's at it again. Got some explaining to do, Adam. What do you do now? There's a scheme that's been uncovered. Adam, who's running, of course, uh, for California Senate seat. Let me distress that again. A California Senate seat vacated by the passing of Dianne Feinstein. The congressman is reported now his Maryland home as his primary residence. What? You're running for Senate in California? No, nope, can't do that. Uh, he said that it happened, I guess, to secure a lower mortgage interest rate. Hmm, what a he, stiff. he either lied on the federally insured loan document or, and uh, he was not, in fact, a resident of the Burbank District. So a uh, complaint has been filed. Where this goes from here is anybody's guess, but we'll see. Lying about where you live, where your what your primary residence is. Well, man, I mean, as far as the left's concerned, that sounds like white supremacy to me. Well, yeah. Not just backing away for a person of color, especially a female person of color, be the way he should go. I would think, according to the left. He can identify any way he wants. Sure, I suppose. Yeah. So as a white dude, he can say he's... Well, you can't do the race thing. The left has said no, you can't do that. Um, Only male and female. He could say he's trans, though. He could. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's possible. That he could say, yeah. Uh, for my story today, what's your story? It's also, in my eyes, a positive story. And I saw this at Daily Wire. It's the story 
of these people from the United States, farmers, cowboys, that have gone to Israel to fill in for the people that have been called up on military service, huh. military reserves. So all these people, especially dudes, have had to go. I mean, it's fight for your country. You're talking guys in their 30s, and it, it's all hands on deck. So there's a lot of farm work to be done. There's a lot of, you know, construction that needs to happen with no one to do it. And so these people have volunteered to go over and work, and they put this little piece together. It's pretty cool. My message to the people of Israel is I support you. The people of America support you. I know Montana supports you, and uh, we're with you. Uh, we're here to show you our support, and uh, the real Americans are with you. I support Israel, and Texas supports Israel. Yeah. Whatever we can do to help is we're there. You guys are awesome. It's important for the world to support Israel. It's a small country and going through a hard time right now. Well, we're with you, Israel. You do have a lot of people who support you, who love you, who are behind you 100%, no matter, no matter what the consequence. There's people all over the world, all over the world, and especially from America as a whole, that stand with you and support you. I know there's a lot of stuff going around in the world. There's college campuses going crazy, but we want you to know that there's a lot of people out there that are with you, and we're here to show that support. I thought that was awesome. Wow. School. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. See, there's positivity out there. I missed the David, memo today. Gosh yeah. dang it. Tip of the cap to you. Yeah. yeah. You can find it out there, Scotty. I got to bring that scumbag Schiff into it. You guys, <laughs> <laughs> you guys both had these wonderful, you know, positive stories. Well, I mean, don't worry. There's plenty more negative to get right back in with you, Scotty. Well, David's got a story about MIT and the reason they didn't suspend some certain students that were anti-Semitic. We'll get to that much more coming up. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope. They always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See? It's right here. Whoa. That's a low price. I mean, whoa. That's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly. B21. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommend a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. 
stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay, so MIT didn't suspend some students that were anti-Semitic because why? Well, uh, because they didn't want to get them deported. So there was a big pro-Hamas, pro-Palestine rally at MIT. We talked about this last week where Jewish students were told to avoid the area. Unreal. Maybe don't even walk around campus because we don't know what's going to happen. The school tried to get them all to leave, but they wouldn't. And that was in direct violation of school policy. And in fact, should have been an action that resulted in a suspension. Yes. The university actually explicitly threatened students who did not leave. Lobby 7 is what they call it. It's like the main entrance to the school. Um, They said, if you don't leave this area, we're going to suspend you. However, this is what the president of MIT said later. Members of my team have been in dialogue with students all day because we... Oh, stop it. Because we later heard serious concerns about collateral consequences for the students, such as visa issues... We have decided as an interim action that the students who remained after the deadline will be suspended from non-academic campus activities. The students will remain enrolled at MIT and will be able to attend academic classes and labs. So all these people cosplaying as revolutionaries panicked when they realized that their protest might actually have some consequences, which means they're weak. Yes. So, again, so I want to understand this. Um, Suspended from non-academic campus activities. What exactly does that mean? Clubs, athletics, whatever they may be involved in. (laughs) You're still a student. You just can't do the extracurricular stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, For being Mm pro-Hamas, which means anti-Israel, anti-Jew, eradicate the Jews. Again, man. What if this was the KKK? Would it be the same thing? Hey, no, from here on out, no more non-academic campus activities for you. But you can still go to class. Or would they be kicked out? Well, they'd be kicked out. You know that. Of course they would. Of course. So why doesn't it work the other way? Well. Against Jewish people. Well, it's it's also because there's this intersectionality of of racial resentment that that comes into play that you know if they were to actually suspend these students and they did actually get deported well MIT would have to answer some questions from the nightly news true yeah well it would be nice just to see organizations do the right thing oh yeah instead of hide behind some bs i mean it, you know so many different times over the last few years I would say, you know, it seems like it just comes down to me. This is good versus evil. And I'm told often, yeah, that's just oversimplifying everything. Maybe. That's what I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are seeing that right now. 
And this this whole thing with all of the protests, you can tell it's coordinated all through the world. This is like George Floyd again. It's just different costumes yeah. and a, a different sort of, quote, cause. Well, and you've got so many people that are there that don't know why they're there. Oh, my goodness. I mean, they're it's there close. because it's yes. like the cool thing to do, right? It's fashion, yeah. yes. Uh, travel for uh, Thanksgiving. Did you see this? Expecting it to be, like, really busy. You're talking about people traveling, 55 million driving, uh, 4.5 million flying. It's going to be really busy. Oh, man. Take those Everywhere. trips before the nukes start to fall. <laughs> this go. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. There's a lot going on today. And a big rally, David. Yeah, there there is a pro-Israel rally happening in our nation's capital. And I find it very interesting how you have a bunch of people praying for Israel, supporting Israel, mm -hmm. not vandalizing anything. No. Not trying to beat up Secret Service or police outside the White House. No. It's very calm. It's a very... Interesting side-by-side -side when you think back to the violent rallies that occurred outside the White House uh, just a few days ago. Yes, and, you know, authorities are on high alert, yeah. one of the highest that they have, but because they're afraid of what might happen. Right, you know? and, and they're not afraid of what <laughs> the people, you know, they're in favor of Israel no. will do, for the record. No, they're afraid for their safety. Yeah. It tells you everything you need to know, really. Yeah, I worry about when the crowd disperses today. Whether outside of the what could happen perimeter, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, well, and I hope not. They were talking about it. NBC, the Today Show, as I think it was Gabe Gutierrez was wrapping up his report. This march is expected to get underway this afternoon, and meanwhile, the Biden administration is rolling out new tools later today to address the rise of anti-Semitism and Islamophobia on college campuses. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've seen the rampant Islamophobia on college campuses, right? No, I haven't. Right? No, I haven't. And people beaten? No, I haven't seen intimidated? it. Intimidated? Nope. You haven't seen any of it? Nope. Well, come to think of it, neither have I. David, where's it been? Uh, nowhere. Oh. Hmm. But they have to say that because they need the vote. Got to do right. both sides-ism. Such cowards. Got to do it. It is. It's just despicable. You know what? You've mentioned this before, Scott, with a lot of these rallies especially the pro-palestinian rallies the mm -hmm. anti-israel rallies call it whatever you want mm -hmm. um a lot of it with so many young people one you're like okay this is coordinated yes. this is like george floyd three years ago it's just a different cause sort of the same people same funding yes. same organization um and not a clear message okay there was a dude in london I guess it got maybe extra attention because it was a younger black man. I think what he said just made sense. He started to get ramped up because he was telling some females that were, you know, rallying for Hamas, saying, you go there, 
You can't say what you want to say there. Well, no. You know what's going to happen? And then he just starts to go on a rant. And people that have seen this online, it just like grows and grows and being shared all over the place. David, just oh boy. warning. I think I got all of the F-bombs edited. All right. Well, I think. My, my finger's on the button. Just in case? Yeah. All right, roll it. These women here go to Gaza what? and want to go talk in Gaza. These women, they can't talk in Gaza. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's become fashion. It's fashion. It's fashion, this bullshit. It's fashionable. Yes. Yeah, it's fashion, this bull bleep, you people. Absolutely yeah. it is. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. He, all of these just get warmed up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, does it? How many bombs France in Syria, here, London. All, all it is is an excuse to hate Jews. It's us. The problem's us, is it? It's us. You think tomorrow, if there was no Israel, this problem would be solved? They fucking kill each other. <laughs> He's right. Yeah. No, I mean, well, yes. Actually, they, there's really no arguing with what he's saying. What a genocide! We're the worst of we're the worst that committed genocide. The population has tripled in the last ten years. Genocide! These people are they're idiots. They're idiots blind, blind by hate. They're idiots. I'm sorry, effing idiots, blinded by hate. Yes. Mm -hmm. People say, man, this is hard to say it much better than that. Yeah. It is interesting to me how clear it was without people screaming at him. So you can't you can't hear him over the top of the people shouting back. They let him talk. They must have been so afraid of him they let him go. Could be. Nobody's yelling at him. No. I was, it's great because it is there's a social contagion element to all of this. Yes. yes. Well, at least by the video that I saw, he didn't look like a guy that was going to be intimidated. That is for sure. No. But, you know, I mean, here they start that stuff and they get shouted down almost immediately. Oh, yeah. What happened, you know, to the one kid? Was it Columbia where they, they circled around? Yeah. The Israeli kid intimidated, yelling at him, yelling yeah. in his face. It was disgusting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Kamala Harris has spoken, David. Uh, yeah, Kamala Harris. Uh, she addressed the widespread pro-Hamas uh, pro and anti-Semitic protests sweeping the nation in a way that only she, the great orator of our time, could. It's another choose-your-own-adventure statement. <laughs> All right, here we go. This Have you heard good. this guy? No. I hadn't heard it either. I'm excited now. Okay, go ahead. What I hope is that we can engage in conversation and discourse in a way that understands this is not binary what? and that appreciates that we are talking about real human beings um, we're talking about real fear I don't think anyone has made the argument these aren't real people yeah and uh, that people aren't really scared like it's some sort of acting is that like a, a weird QAnon conspiracy theory that actually it's a bunch of androids in Gaza and or Israel hmm I don't know. I don't know what she's speaking of. In that world, who knows? I don't know. Inside her head, good luck. Well, we got another 15 yeah. seconds. Maybe it'll be cleared up here. Go ahead. Not to mention what it means in our own country in terms of longstanding issues with anti-Semitism, which has been on the rise and even before this happened. 
um, Islamophobia. And oh, I thought for a second she was going to get by. No, it no, no, you got to do just you gotta, the no. I'm like, oh my goodness. I might have to actually both, compliment man. Kamala for a no, second. No way. No way. But then she went right exactly where we thought she would Before go. This happened. Um, Islamophobia and, and other forms of hate against people just simply based on who they are or how they pray. Yet again. <laughs> The master of saying absolutely nothing. Nothing. You're right. Yes, she is. By the way, man, I'm going to look this up real quick. I want to share with you guys. Just reminded me I saw something earlier today about Kamala, but I got to pull it up real quick. Um, and this is just polling. And this <laughs> is what? What? I'm, I'm already laughing. Okay. Uh, let's see where we go. Yes. Here we go. Favorability ratings. U.S. political leaders. And, of course, you know Biden's unfavorable. He's down 14. He's, like, unfavorable 54.6. And Biden's favorable is at 40. The Trumpster, his favorable 39.6. And the unfavorable 56.2. Like, okay. That's high. So it's upside down more than Biden. He's at 16.6. You're going by DeSantis is down 13.8. Different people. And then there's one there. Oh, 17.6. Who's that? Oh, that's Kamala. 17-6, Yep. Mm. Yes. Uh, the only person I see on this list that's worse is uh, Junebug, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. He's, be- down, he's down 39. His favorable is 21, and the unfavorable is 60. Wow. It's, it's always weird because I, I never understand it because that Junebug that's been living in his throat since 1986 yeah. is usually like net positive. I don't know why. It, that, that June bug's approval rating is usually at like 70%. No one blames the June bug, yeah, I don't that's think. That's true. Yeah. He's not a favorite of the right or the left. Yeah, you can't pick whose throat you're going to be lodged in. <laughs> that's true. That's no June true. bug is illegal. That's right. Yeah. Um, I saw this story out of Wisconsin. Um, you know, a lot of people get ready for, you know, the Christmas decorations. A lot of places, they're already up. Oh, yeah. Sometimes right before Thanksgiving, you'll see them, that sort of thing. Uh, Melissa Cantero Weiss, the deputy city administrator, the city of Wauwatosa, Tusa, sorry, in Wisconsin. Yeah, Wauwatosa. Very good. If you say it fast and you can't yes, right. screw it up. Right. Hurry, just rush right through it. We got a lot of friends in Wisconsin. Don't want to blow that. No, we do. Um, well, she sent an email to city workers. And she wanted to instruct them on a couple of things. Okay, first of all, no religious Christmas decorations, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's not inclusive, and it's not equitable. It goes without saying. Yeah. And don't use red and green. What? Don't use red and green. Red and green? Well, red and green, that's Christmas to a lot of people. Well, yeah. Yeah, that, that would then also not be inclusive and equitable. Don't do it. Okay. What? Who's offended by red and green? People. How is that not being equitable? Because it's not everybody else's holiday. People that don't see your God, Scott. What's red and green got to do with my God? It means Christmas, and that means Christ. Oh, for... Okay. And you start speaking the word Jesus or Christ, and then people start flipping out. Yeah, I think green and, and red all the time. Yeah. You know. These people. Well, I know. It's, I Okay. Are they going to replace with colors, neutral colors? Is it that... doesn't say. Oh, okay. I don't know what. So does that mean you can use all colors except red and green? You can't use blue and pink because that would determine sex. 
It doesn't say that here. Well, I'm just looking uh, at alternatives. It's, it's you you say, think it can't get any crazier okay. than that? Um, also referred to snowmen as snow people. Oh, of course. Because snowmen is gendered language. Oh. <laughs> what if I wanted to make a, a snowman with his wife, a snow woman? Uh, it's still gendered language. Yeah, but but what if I put like the carrot in a special place on the woman, and then it's like a then it's a it's a trans snow woman. Well, then it would be a trans woman, right? Because yeah, you still have the carrot. It's a, a trans snow woman. Yeah. And then that was, so you're telling me I couldn't do that? Well, that's transphobic. <laughs> well, in the end, I mean, you're running a circle. You're like a dog chasing its tail at some point. It would I mean, still, it's just comical for all of us. It would still have the carrot. <laughs> yes, it would still have the carrot. <laughs> Didn't want that one to slide by. No. Is it Bruce or Caitlin? I don't know. It's still got the carrot. Does it matter? <laughs> wow. Okay. Much more to get to. <laughs> um, okay, here's the question. Who is it that said all religious leaders should disavow Israel's war? The answer to that and much more coming up. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Our generation didn't wear bike helmets. We drank from the hose, rode in cars without seat belts, did things that are unthinkable today. But we're not invincible. These days we have doctor's appointments, multiple medications, and chronic conditions to manage. Fortunately, there's Teladoc Health. Teladoc Health brings together all of your health care into one program, including everything from primary care to chronic care management. Learn more at TeladocHealth.com. That's T-E-L-A-D-O-C Health.com. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David. Uh, do you want me to play the Ilhan Omar? You want to get to that first? You want to play this no. other thing? No, I want to play the other thing because it's just too good. All right. To pass up. So Let me Mark, grab it. So, so uh, you almost had a fist fight uh, during a Senate hearing today. 
Uh, it comes fr uh, courtesy of Mark Wayne Mullen, a Senate, Republican senator out of the state of Oklahoma. Now, he's from the Tulsa area, and he, he doesn't like guys that run their mouth without the ability to back it up. So uh, at a previous hearing, he had gotten into it with a union boss, uh, the Teamster boss, Sean O'Brien. Okay. And then afterward, Sean O'Brien sent out a bunch of tweets, and, and, and one of them was basically threatening a fistfight. So they're at a hearing today, and Mark Wayne Mullen says, well, sir, we're here at the same time. I'm your huckleberry. All right, let's go. That's so incredible. At, what, you're, what, what you'll hear is the end of him reading what the Teamster boss said on Twitter. Okay. And then the conversation from there. He's looking right at him, too. Okay. All right, roll it. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Is that your solution every poll? Oh, no, no, sit down. Oh, Eric, sit down. Okay. You know, okay. you're a United States senator. Sit down. Act. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah Bernie. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Let's see it go a little bit. I know, but that, that's... Let the fellas play a little, Bernie. Bernie Sanders, the chairman of And you ain't that... strong enough to stand in the way. Yeah, Bernie Sanders, the chairman of that particular committee, trying to get order in the, in the, uh, in the meeting. Mm-hmm. I want to see a fist fight, okay? Yeah, what are you doing, Bernie? Okay, get back to the audio. Sit down. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Jim. it. Hold it. <laughs> if hold we on. can, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing. Okay, fundraiser. Yeah, let's go. Set it up. Yeah. Time, place. If you need to do gloves, you don't have to. You can take your pick. Let him go at it. How much would you kick in to watch it? I'm in for 10. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you? Well, hey, that'd give you five and come to your place and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's for charity, Scott. Yeah, I know, I know. No, I would, hell, hell yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Might as well. Bernie. I mean, what a teamster guy can't back down. I mean, he'd look ridiculous in mm -hmm. front of his union membership. Oh, buddy, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were talking a lot on X. You got to back it up now. Yeah. You know. Oh! Oh, hush, Bernie. <laughs> Meanwhile, and Omar's talking to religious leaders. Is this right? Uh, yeah. Democrat Representative Ilhan Omar says she can't believe that not every religious leader is joining her in calling for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Okay. It's bizarre because you would assume that if you are a religious leader, if you are a faith leader, that your number one priority would be to look into your faith, okay. into the teachings of your faith, okay, and to say, I oppose violence. Okay. Well, is there some sort of time that you're supposed to protect the people in your country? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I look into my faith and I'm thinking I probably, you know, shouldn't marry my sibling. That's just call me nutty. Wow. Well, she did, didn't oh, she? Well, Married yeah. her brother, right? <laughs> right. Well, I'm not making that up. They were that in is, love. Isn't that fact? Love is love, sir. Then, <laughs> well, so is immigration fraud. <laughs> 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 Which, that's what that was. That's right. Yeah, okay. 
Sure, whatever it takes, right? That's right. I don't know. Seems a little nutty to me. I don't know. Well, she is reprehensible on so many different levels. Do you remember that whole thing was talking about why Trump couldn't stand her and why all the people um, that are conservative couldn't stand her? Many of our colleagues in the Democratic Party is that yes is that they can't stand they cannot stand that a refugee a black woman is she a black woman i'm not saying she's not but it's, it gets all confusing yeah, sometimes yeah, well. this is the markley van camp and robin show okay no, I think it's your character is what it is. Yeah. It has nothing to do with being a refugee. It what has nothing to do with color. It's your character. That's yeah, what you stand for. Yeah. My goodness, man. Ugh. All right. Biggest story today, David. I, I just can't get it out of my head. Uh, I think it was the phrase that Scott coined several years ago, brother husband, which yeah. I always thought should be like I, I, like a bluegrass supergroup name. <laughs> could you imagine that it's like coming up at the kerrville you know vulcan blues festival or whatever is it's gonna be brother husband, brother husband. awesome yes can't wait to go see those guys man Woo. some people did something yes that, they did that's their first song title Absolutely. track title track from the new album yes <laughs> uh bill maher has a message for barack obama need to get to that much more coming up right here The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Millennial, the Sexy Boomer, Scott Robbins. Okay, Bill Maher. He's had enough, especially with Barack Obama, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, liberal talk show host Bill Maher is a little bit miffed by so many of his fellow Democrats trying to do the whole both sides thing with Israel and Hamas. Yeah. And he actually specifically mentioned uh, Barack Obama's statement, which we covered last week, where he, you know, again, it was a choose-your-own-adventure kind of statement. It was sort of saying, well, I, I mean, there was no excuse for what Hamas did, but mm -hmm. what the Palestinians have gone through is uh, 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 unbearable, and we have to... The all. occupation. Yeah, right. That nonsense. Yeah, okay, Mar, what do you got to say? Barack Obama who has rarely disappointed me, did so this week. Hmm. I mean, his statement, I mean, it's not a horrible statement, but he said, if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth, and then you have to admit nobody's hands are clean. Literally, that's true, of course. There's a big difference between collateral damage and what Hamas did. Second, <laughs> secondly, okay, the Israelis are now allowing a four-hour pause for people to get out. I'm sorry, people say, oh, wow, big of them. Okay, but it is a war that the other side started. Right. So interesting. When they fire at Israel, it's a war. When Israel fires back, it's a war crime. A little That's crazy. True. So, and, and also, would Hamas do that? Would they give four-hour pause? They, no, <laughs> no pausing. And then Israel's heritage minister was asked in an interview about using a nuke on Gaza. And he said that's one of the possibilities. He was fired. Not allowed in the cabinet meeting anymore, disavowed by the prime minister. Would that happen in reverse? So enough with the moral equivalencies, I mean, please. I think yeah. All that is true. Yeah. Well, and Bill Maher has lost part of his audience <laughs> because there is enough common sense in him. And I don't agree with him on 
most things, but there's enough common sense that will come out, and he is not just going to bow down. It's just not in his nature. And I at least respect that part of him for that. Yeah, I mean, the word fearless gets tossed around a lot, but he really is. Whatever. What are you going to do? Fire me again? Okay. Right. Exactly. Well, and I think it's interesting when he brings up Obama like that. And we've talked about it on this show, and if you're new to the show, I would say this. You and I especially, Scott, and David, where you were at in 07 or whatever, if you thought Obama was legit, a lot of us did. Oh, yeah. In the first sure. sort of run. It quickly ran out once he took office. But when you buy into someone's BS and then you find out who they really are, you just don't forget it. And, oh, my gosh. And I remember buddies at the time telling me, this guy is full of baloney, man. Yeah, but the like, cult it seems per- like it's sincere. Right. And you feel like a complete no, you're right. fool. I mean, the cult of personality was very strong, though. I mean, it just was. Oh, yeah. I mean, man, that guy could light up a room. I mean, I remember with, with interviewing him. Rhetoric. Yeah, you, he you was, interviewed him. I didn't he, interview him. And, but. dude, and I'll, I'll always say this. He was different in an interview than any other politician I had ever interviewed. He did have this sort of personality that he could meld in. He was trying to quit smoking at the time. We were talking about quitting smoking, all this stuff. What's up? Yeah, what's up? You're not my friend anymore. <laughs> quit I've been my friend calls, in years. <laughs> anyway, and yeah, that's why he, in some ways, irritates me and makes me more angry than any other politician because you fall for this and then you find out who he really is a short time later. You know who else just found out? At least within the last week. Alan Dershowitz. Really? Famous lawyer, Harvard professor. Yeah. Did you hear what he said on his show about Barack Obama? I have not. This is worth a listen. I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, roll it out. You can't make those kinds of comparisons, Barack Obama. And I have to tell you, what you did is just despicable. It's beneath contempt. And um, and whatever respect I had for you, I have absolutely lost. Fortunately, so have many other Americans. Uh, lost respect for you. And I'm hoping that you have no influence on the current administration, future Democratic administrations, and that your lack of morality ends up in the in the dustbin of history where where it belongs. And so... And I'm thinking, watching this, okay, probably wrapping that part up now. Not quite. I'm ashamed that I was your friend. I'm ashamed that I invited you to my birthday party. I'm ashamed that I accepted your invitation to the Oval Office. And I'm ashamed that I allowed you to fool me into thinking that you actually uh, supported Israel. You do not. Nobody who has any love for Israel in their heart would ever make the kind of uh, obscene, obnoxious comparison you made between murder, rape, kidnapping, burning of, of, of civilians. Then you think about, and I know a lot of people uh, watching Obama over time, it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy really did have a certain core set of beliefs, and he BSed everybody to get in and do what he actually said, which was fundamentally change the nation, and he did, not for the good. And I think Dershowitz is getting to that. And, and a disputed occupation that could have ended over and over again if the Palestinians had only uh, accepted the deals offered by President Clinton and by others in the American administration, not by you. You didn't do anything to help the peace process, but Clinton did and, and Trump did and, and others did, but not you. 
um, all you did was condemn Israel and allow Israel to be condemned at the United Nations. So why would he do that? Why? And why would he want to make deals with Iran? All part of the plan. Anyway, go ahead, Dershowitz. Don't count me as a, a friend or supporter or admirer. I was, and I got fooled. Fooled once. Shame on you. Fooled twice. Shame on me. I'll never, ever be fooled or misled again by, by Barack Obama. Well, welcome to the club, Alan. There yeah. you go. A lot of us got there years ago, but better late than never. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Okay. Um, other news out there. Saw this. This is so disappointing. It's maddening. The American School Counselor Association. I didn't know there was such a thing, but it makes either. sense there's an association for everything, everything right? Yeah. yeah. It reports a membership of 43,000 counselors around the country, schools, and has certified trainers, uh, is demanding that school counselors promote affirmation to those who identify as transgender. Mm -hmm. Sorry to bring you down, Scott. I just saw that look on your face. I know. Schools should make every effort to use students' chosen affirmed names on student records, even if a legal name change has not been made. That's what a statement said from the organization. Um, they host professional development events attended by thousands of counselors. What a racket that is. It goes on to push for policies that allow boys to have access to girls' bathrooms and locker rooms. Also says uh, in this reader, Students have the right to use restrooms and locker rooms matching their gender identity. So you're a counselor, you're a sane person, and then you get this. This is what we're telling you to do. What happens if you say, I'm not doing that? No, you get I'm, fired, I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be part of that organization anymore. Right. You're, and then you got the district saying, no, 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 we're hiring them. Oh, so you need that, to follow these rules. We don't understand why enrollment's down everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's, go, what's going on? I mean, it's it's it, you're you're essentially telling counselors, mental health professionals, yes. to tell people to lean in to their delusions. It's insanity, man. You know. Yeah. What are the dysphoria? Do you treat that way? There is none. It goes on. Um, yeah, school counselors are being trained not only to affirm students' transgender identities, regardless of um, mental health issues. It's also saying, yeah, we can skirt around the parents with this, too. Mm. You know, yeah. and a lot of times these counselors ending up being like the heads of the clubs, the LGBTQ plus clubs that are, you know, inviting kids all the time. Like, I guess I don't know. They see a kid and say, ah, that kid might be susceptible. Hey, you want to come to the Pride yeah. Club? You should come. I think you'll feel welcome there. I read an article it's today. freaking grooming, man. What else do you call that? Yeah, an article today about how they, the number one thing in the 70s and 80s was bulimia. Really? But we didn't treat it as something that should we should affirm. Right. You know? Yes. There's so many different... I mean, when, when you, start, you start talking about, you know, the... The mental illness of the week type stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's generationally. It's insanity, there. man. Yeah. And then, oh, have you had enough Taylor Swift news yet? No, never. <laughs> you're the one of the Swifties on the show. Yeah, David and I. Well, both. you're a fan. I don't know if you would be called. Is there a difference between a fan and a Swiftie? Well, there are people who listen to uh, Taylor Swift, and then there are people who listen 
to Taylor Swift. Where well, are you fans. guys at? I think we're just kind of listen. Well, speak for yourself, sir. I am okay. a Swifty. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, David, I'm, I don't know if I'd classify myself there. Uh, well, I see in this story, Swifties are not happy right now. Why is that? Uh, because some old tweets have been unearthed. Uh-oh, here we go. From Brittany Mahomes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because, of course, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, we get it. They're dating. You see it everywhere. And then you got Patrick Mahomes and his wife. And they're buddies now. But back on Twitter years ago, I think when Brittany was 17 back in 2012, she tweeted out, I want to know when you, Taylor, are going to find something different to write about besides boys and relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then the following year, she posted an angry face emoji along with the phrase, Taylor Swift winning everything. <laughs> she didn't like it. Mm. I don't know that there's any problem between these two women, but They're, apparently wow. the Swifties are going off. And I don't know if you're in that club or not. Well, I'm just saying. uh, So if you're coming my way, just don't. It's sad to think about the good times, you and I. But, baby, now we got bad blood. Okay? That's Taylor Swift lyric, in in case you were wondering. I was was afraid that was exactly what that was. David! Yeah. We're all disappointed, Mr. President. We're working on it, okay? Wow. Run into the arms of Kelsey. We feel like he's been radicalized by the Swifties. I don't know what to do at this point. I'm a fan of the biggest pop star on the planet. Okay, sue me. It's okay, okay, you know? Uh, Intervention? I don't know what the next step is. David. I know. We're working on it. Much to get to. Oh, David, you got a clip from MSNBC. You're going to want to hear this straight ahead. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed The holiday season is all about family, and it's a good time to remind ourselves of how important our responsibility is to protect the ones we love. That includes planning to secure their future. Life insurance is an easy way to give your family peace of mind. It provides a safety net, so if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another, so you can trust their guidance. Your family deserves peace of mind. A life insurance policy through Policy Genius can give it to them. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much money you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. That's PolicyGenius.com. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. 
stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, David, this was on MSNBC. You haven't heard this yet. Yeah, MSNBC's Mike Barnacle did an unintentionally hilarious Dear Leader rant about Joe Biden. Okay, just enjoy this. None of us can comprehend the weight of the presidency. Every hour of every day, read every newspaper in the country about President Biden. Within the first two paragraphs, they'll point out he's in his 80s. No kidding. Mm -hmm. He knows how old he is. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Someone 45 years of age couldn't do what he does every day, but he does it. Oh, contraire. It's not the age. We made this point, David. You've made it. I don't know how many times. It's other things. I mean, it's apparent to everyone. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? <laughs> I didn't think she was. She was going to be. No, here. she wasn't going to be there because She's she dead. passed away. And you just watched a video about her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Things like that happen. You don't know what he's saying. We're going to enforce the. Excuse me. Employ uh, reconstructive act. What? Reconstructive. You don't know what he's saying? You need an interpreter? Thank you, uh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dr. Pepper? What? Once again, credentialism rules the roost with Biden because Mr. Pibb doesn't even get a, a sniff at the attention. That's true. By the way, yesterday, he called Kamala Harris President Harris again. No. Yes, he did. President Harris there to make sure we do this the right way? Yeah, okay. It was with the Vegas hockey team. They were visiting the White House, oh, the champs. I forgot about that. Forgot and that was weird, that. and people are still trying to figure it out because he makes this joke about the Philadelphia Eagles. It's a hockey team, right? That's the football team. You know, I know that. I know that, but, I mean, what are we talking no, but, about here? I thought he was to the Golden Knights. He's, Knights. Yes. The NHL team. He's yes. talking to the Vegas hockey team. Right. Who's there and then says, don't have the Philadelphia Eagles come to your town? Why would they? They brought the Raiders there. It didn't make any sense. Just one promise. Don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave and go. Because <laughs> I'll get divorced if that happens. <laughs> I married a Philly girl. And, and it's a long story. <laughs> don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave and go? Yeah. To leave go to Vegas? Yes. That's, well, yeah. Apparently he doesn't know. He has, nobody's told him that the Raiders are no longer in Oakland. I don't know. And if you're, you know, the hockey dude there, like, what are you talking about? It's a football team. You understand we're a hockey team, right? I'm not talking about the Flyers. And I know Vegas is, a, a, you know, imploding in terms of, or ex- exploding with the, the amount of people there, but I had no idea they were going to have two NFL teams there. Uh, no. No, it's nonsensical. No. I mean, it happens least, all the time. At least you didn't say, hey, have you seen Frank Sinatra recently? <laughs> Where's old Blue Eyes? Stand up. See here? Where's Frank? Oh, yeah, I didn't expect you to be here. Okay. Uh, saw this story. I couldn't help it. I thought of you as soon as I saw it, Scott. And it was this piece talking about how you really need four different email addresses. No. If you're new to the show, Scott has some trouble with email now and again. 
different passwords and off air. It's not like I got 20 of them. I got two. I understand. But there's issues. I don't. Do you ever want me to record it when you don't know it, when you're going on one of your rants, and then we play it back? Or would that be rude? Because I don't want to do it if you think it would be rude. Well, it depends on how long you have to edit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because you get very... Several hours to edit. Angry. Yeah. Um, Well, this was from Lifehacker, one of David's favorite sites. Uh, Mm -hmm. You need your personal email. You know that. Yes. Then they suggest you have an email for apps, trials, any shopping you do online. Because that gets filled up with a lot of garbage you just don't want. You don't want that on your personal email. And then you have another email for newsletters. Okay? You're rolling your eyes. Okay. And an email for your side hustle okay. or other personal business. My pizza delivery business. The one thing it doesn't say is also most people also have a work email. Right. I, I thought so, personal and work would be two. So that means it'd be five. That seems like a lot, right? Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. The Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. I'm Jamie Markley. That's David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Okay. You know, let's go to the AOC audio you have, David, talking about her idea for what should happen right now in the Middle East. Yeah, no, noted uh, scholar um, and military expert, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, says that uh, calling for... Uh, well, she's calling for Israel to stop attacking Hamas uh, for one simple reason, okay? Why? Because we, we, we need to be pursuing diplomatic uh, means of, of settling this dispute. <laughs> okay, roll it. Oh Ceasefire means there is no military solution, only a diplomatic and cultural solution. And what would that be? Before we go on with any more of what she has to say. Yeah. What would it be? That's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Anybody? Hmm. I'd like to sit down and negotiate with you right now, sir. Uh, yeah. Um, word has it you really want to kill all of us. Yeah, that's true. But let's negotiate. How about we do the two-state thing? And then, no. No, no we see that as our land. We're going to tr- keep trying until we can kill you and get rid of all of you. Hmm. <laughs> Great idea, AOC. A relational solution. A reckoning with ourselves and our history. That is what ceasefire now means. Okay. A reckoning with ourselves and our history. A reckoning with ourselves and our history. Go ahead, you first. Go talk to Hamas. Yeah. Yeah, for some some reason. We'll start the GoFundMe. For for some reason, it, it doesn't strike me that. You know, that the leaders of Hamas are, are willing to have that self-reflective <laughs> self-reckoning at all. No, not at all. Hmm. Believe them. They'll tell you. All you have to do is ask them. They've said it I don't know how many times. You know, and it's the whole way that legacy media 
and left media portrays this thing. And you see it, at least in my opinion, getting worse darn near every day. Like, as an example, from NBC this morning, uh, roll it. I'll get your reaction. Overnight, Israel's airstrikes unrelenting. This was Jabalia refugee camp in the north. And our team in Gaza documenting more children pulled from the rubble in the south. Continued shelling and gunfire making evacuating many hospitals impossible, officials say. In Al Shifa. Time out. What officials? Yeah. Which officials? You know which officials. Palestinian the ones that are authority there. officials? Yes. The arm of Hamas? It's not coming from Israeli officials. No, it's not. No. They talked about getting people out of there, well, for weeks, and many have. And, the, okay, go on. In Al-Shifa Hospital, surrounded by fighting, 36 premature babies are still fighting for life, doctors tell us. Israel releasing pictures of incubators, saying it would send them, but without any details, and there's no news this morning. <laughs> yeah, see? Okay, uh, your reaction, same as mine, David. Okay, there is actually documented evidence of them trying to give supplies yep. and get supplies into those areas of Gaza, Israel, actually trying to do it, and they've been refused. Correct. They've been denied access. People that have tried to leave. Hamas won't let them leave. You've seen the video coverage of it. They don't talk about that part. He goes on. The president urging the Israelis. The hospital must be protected. But okay, let's stop right there for a second. The hospital must be protected. Right? Okay. Um, you know, it was, what, 1.30 Eastern time yesterday. CNN reported. A U.S. official confirmed what was widely suspected. Hamas has command headquarters underneath the Al-Shifa hospital yeah. in Gaza. So they know. The White House knows. And that's what Biden says, got to protect the hospital. And if you've read the reports, they're going around. Not going in. They're going around. And then trying to go underneath in the tunnels where Hamas has built their headquarters. But from a children's hospital now in Israeli control, Israel's military releasing this roughly edited video with claims unverifiable by NBC News that this is a Hamas hideout and a place where hostages were hidden. Can't be verified by I love Hamas. We take, we take Hamas's word over everything. That's unreal, man. I think there was another part of this role. And it's almost four weeks since Hamas posted this video of 21-year-old hostage Mia Shem, her mum fighting every day for her release. Yes, and it hasn't happened yet. So there's a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's hostages in there. That seems to be lost completely in the story, that there's still hostages in there. Oh, my gosh, man. It's sickening. It, well, it is. It to is. watch how this has been covered. And, I mean, I guess... You expect nitwits like AOC to go out and spew, you know, some sort of platitudes that sound good. We need to look at ourselves. You know, okay, that's fine in some drama class in high school. This is the real world. I mean, back to the kids' table. What's the real solution? Do you think you're going to talk your way through this? Do you have any idea what history is? It's nuts, man. 
when you get that addled old man to warble something out there. I mean, no, no one's listening. No one's listening to you. He's trying to coddle no part of the vote. No one cares. Where we can't lose the Muslim vote in Michigan or we're going to lose. we got to say the right things right now. It's just crazy, man. Um, another story that's out there not getting near as much attention is the World Health Organization. Did you hear about this? Um, they've been paying off victims in the Congo. I heard about this, yeah. Sexual assault and rape. Yeah. Like, what? As the story goes, and I happen to see this at hot air. Well, before the World Health Organization was forced to deal with COVID, they were dispatched to fight a significant outbreak of Ebola. Africa hit especially hard, particularly in Congo. So the World Health Organization sent teams there to provide medication and other treatments to patients. Okay. Unfortunately... The World Health Organization aid teams became infamous for the sexual abuse of women and girls in these remote locations. Had you heard that before, David? I have not heard that. Holy crazy. A problem that still plagues them today. It's now reported that the World Health Organization sent a doctor to Congo to address the scandal of more than 200 women and girls who had been abused. Their solution was apparently to start handing out hush money. At least 104 women were paid $250, including one woman who was impregnated by a World Health Organization worker and subsequently was left with a child suffering from severe birth defects requiring expensive medical treatment. That's from the Associated Press. Holy smokes. Now, you would think if you were to poll the American citizens left or right hey if the world health organization gone into africa and there was the sexual assault of over 200 women would you want to know about that story yeah yeah, yeah i would of course well, why do they protect them well, especially because now under biden once again our money is going towards that yes how many other See, i mean throughout the world how many other women have been sexually assaulted by people being sent you know to ostensibly help them that's a great question then the answer is we don't know so there you go i mean that's a big story to me yeah huge well and dude i don't know who really who has followed the news over the last four years like really followed what's been going on would support the world health organization anyway that's i mean they just lied they just flat out lied i don't know how many times throughout covid Kind of crazy. There's a new well, study out. funding that. <laughs> new study out that says keeping secrets can make you feel more alive. Did you see this? It's weird. Uh, this is what they say. Um, that it's difficult to keep secrets, but 76% of people want to tell someone immediately, even if it's good news. But keeping secrets can give people a lift because rather than worrying about it, they spend the time imagining the exciting moment when the secret is revealed, especially if it's good news. Mm-hmm. Not so much if it's bad. Like, hey, I had a coworker at the World Health Organization do some crazy oh, geez, stuff yeah. down in, the, in Congo. That's the kind of stuff. No, that's that not I, good. That that's not good you. for anybody. Yeah. But something like, you know, somebody's getting a job promotion and everybody knows it, but they don't know it yet. Oh, I can't wait. That could sort of make you feel more alive. 
You I are suppose. staring at me blankly. Well, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> I guess the way you're describing it, I suppose, yeah, I get it. You don't like surprises a whole lot. I'd hate surprises, even if it's good. No, I don't like them. Okay. Because I, I fear that if I'm got a hunch somewhere that a surprise is coming, it's going to be bad. It's also a study out there. I already know this ticks you off. It just said that it found out that pets don't actually make us more happy. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's well. That's maybe wrong. it's just it makes you more happy. I think it makes David more happy. Yeah, David. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know. You loved your animals. I I've do love my animals. Your animals. I do, but you know, then when you start thinking it through, it's uh, what are they actually bringing to the table here? Companionship. Sure, but I've also got two kids and a wife. Yeah, well, you know, my dog's dead. I know you. You you're you've been yapping. Maybe you'll get another dog. Maybe no, it's not happening. But you not loved right your now. dog. That you loved that dog. Yeah. Then my heart's broken. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I do that in a comedic way just to hide the pain in my heart. But no, I mean, it's, to it's, say, yeah, my dog's that's dead. what happens. We love them. I know. We love our animals. Yes. yes. Anyway, this is how the study goes. I tend to disagree with it, by the way. Yeah. Yes. I, the good outweighs Mine. You know, the heartbreak. Not There's no doubt. Close. And yeah. I mean, our dog, Crazy Daisy, I mean, that dog was a handful. You all know that. Yeah. Was, she earned the name. Mm-hmm. She was fun, I love that dog, though. There's yeah. no doubt. So early in the pandemic, this was May 2020. The researchers talked to over 750 people three separate times to gauge how well they were coping. In general, pet owners said their pets were definitely helping by offering companionship, Scott, Mm -hmm. and affection. But they also mentioned the downsides. There's the cost. Worrying about the pet's health. Heard you talk about that a lot. Yeah, I do. And how they could be a nuisance while working from home. Pending. In the end, the study found it was a wash. People who didn't have pets were just as happy overall. And quote from the study said, people say that pets make them happy, but when we actually measure happiness, it doesn't appear to be the case. They said, well, people without pets sometimes fill their lives with other interests, and that stuff can make them just as happy as a pet would. So, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it all depends on the person. It's you know down to the individual, I would I say. I say get a pet, though. What if you can't be there? What if you're gone a lot? I adopt a cat. Who wants a cat? <laughs> I do. David does. Okay. I got three of them. Okay. Two. Much more to get to. Um, oh, did you hear about the big country rock tour next year? You got to get to that news update straight ahead. This Thanksgiving at Total Wine and More, find Pinot Noirs and Cabernets that you adore. Our helpful guides are so friendly and nice. So many bottles to try at the lowest price. So gather with friends as you sit down to eat. Grateful for all who made Thanksgiving complete. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. 
Do not give Linzest to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzest if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzest and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IVSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzest. Learn more at Linzest.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Ronnett Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I saw Libs of TikTok uh, post this. It says TikToker goes on unhinged racist rant. Uh, it says whiteness is one of the most dangerous cults. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. It also points out that anti-white racism is the only kind of discrimination that's not just allowed but celebrated. Does seem that way. Yeah. You look at everything going on. Uh, but hey, I think we could use this as a teachable moment, maybe. We could listen and try to understand. Okay. It's up to you, Scott. Maybe, well, you, All right. you seem most hesitant. Maybe this is your time. It's a threshold of pain. We'll see how far it'll go. Okay. You got the timer, David? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. She's sort of upset that I said that whiteness is a cult. She said whiteness was a cult. Now she's yeah. addressing that. But it actually wasn't me who said this. It was actually this random guy I came across on Twitter. But that's not the point. Whiteness is a cult that is fed into by white supremacy. Your intimidation tactics doesn't change historical facts. Okay, hold on a second. David, if you don't mind, uh, you're the closest to being anywhere near a college class. I, I know that mm -hmm. was still years ago, like 14 years or whatever. But if you can get into that mindset, like you're actually trying to learn this, what this person's trying to say, yeah, I'd appreciate it. Well, I, Here we I, go. I, Okay. You... The cult of whiteness has been spread globally, and what it has to do to maintain itself is recruit new marginalized groups. Okay, what does that mean? Or should I just keep rolling before it makes any sense? So I, I, I assume what she's getting at, and what I was going to point out, actually, is that historically there, there is no such thing as whiteness. That's not really a thing. Um... Just like there really is no such thing as blackness in, in, in terms of historical, the historical view of racial identity. There's no such thing. Well, what you're saying right there, isn't that the first sign that you have a problem that needs to be dealt with? I, I, I suppose. But what, what I think she's getting at is how, you know, not that long ago, Italians were not considered white. Today in America, if you, if you put, you know... Um, uh, you know, a waspy dude in Iowa next to an Italian, and you said, are these two people white? Somebody would say yes. But that's historically not been the case in America, at least. Okay, she goes on. Recruiting people from marginalized groups keeps the cult fat and happy because it can then pit those individuals against other marginalized groups. 
It promises these marginalized people with safety and security by giving them proximity to whiteness. And a lot of marginalized people <laughs> buy into this. like this some I sort of comedy routine. That is a comedy routine. It's the smugness, too. <laughs> you know, it's just so smug. So you're not looking at this right now as a teachable moment? Is that what you're saying? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you want more, then? This wins zero hearts and minds to your cause. Okay, none. Okay. Starting to feel that knot in your chest? Yeah. So you're starting to feel that knot in your chest, no, Scott? well. What does that even mean, David? What she's saying? Like I'm supposed to be feeling guilty, or... I guess. It's okay. That's fact hurting your feelings. But that doesn't make it any less of a fact. Whiteness is one of the most dangerous cults because it is backed by a system. Wait, I still am having a hard time with any of this being a fact. Uh-huh. It, it's, it's not. I, it's circular nonsense. I don't know if anybody is offended by it so much as confused and, and well, just laughing at you, honestly. Yeah. Agree. Well, good news. Next year, Jason Aldean and Kid Rock headlining the inaugural Rock the Country Tour. Skinner's there, too. Whee! This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I had mentioned I was going to talk about that earlier, so I want to get that in real quick. Maybe the best news we've had yet today. A lot of white people there. Oh, man, you can you imagine? Yeah. We're going to have to have tents all over the place to deal with the whiteness. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Wear your shades. It's very bright. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story today, I, I, I think, is so far so good in our nation's capital with the pro-Israel demonstration that's been going on there, although there is now a report that a uh, medic tent that was set up there in case somebody had an episode or whatever has been uh, vandalized with Palestine oh. will be free. Figure right, we'll get to I that and the Robin's trifecta next. Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley. I'm the Gen Xer, by the way. The Millennial. David Van Camp, the sexy boomer. Scott Robbins. Okay, news update, David Van Camp. Well, there's the big March for Israel rally on the National Mall. Interestingly enough, none of the people in attendance are rioting or assaulting police officers. They're just showing pride and uh, either being pro-Israel or being Jewish. Wow. What are you trying to say, David? Uh, well, That's a all better I'm saying behaved is that, crowd? What? That's a better behaved crowd? Is that what I, you're getting I, at? I think so than a lot of the free Palestine crowd. I mean, it's very interesting. You can draw your own conclusions from that. Um, Chuck Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, uh, was speaking. He is Jewish and was speaking there. Um, and you can tell he really cared about what happened on October 7th. Uh, really? Here's part of what he said. So the minute I heard of what happened in January 7th, I knew I had to go. What? Uh, January. I think this is because they've been so obsessed with calling wow. January 6th a mass terror attack or whatever that he just slipped into January 7th. It was October 7th. Right. Confused with January 6th. It's hard for him. He's getting older, yeah. too, you know. Well, you know, the, the riot at the Capitol, basically the same thing as what happened on October 7th. 
According to some of these people, that's what they believe. Man, oh, man. You know, talking about the difference so far. And, you know, I think we're all afraid of some trouble later on. Oh, yeah. From the <laughs> the other side. The pro-Hamas side? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Gad, is it sad? Yeah. Sad? Sad, I think. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar with him at all, you know, follow him on social media, author, um, has talked a lot about how he can't believe what he's seeing as a Jewish person, how terrifying it is, right. and had no idea the level of anti-Semitism that exists in the world. And, you know, a lot of his posts on X um, have been heartbreaking, really. And then he still has his sense of humor and his sarcasm. And there was a post yesterday that I happened to see where he has a chart. I'll show it to you there. It's one of those like graphs of you, know, you got a blue line that goes you know way up the levels two hundred, and there's the blue that says one eighty nine, and then in the red it's zero point two percent, and it says Nobel prizes for physics, medicine, chemistry, and economics nineteen oh one to twenty twenty three, Jews versus Muslims. Uh oh. So it's uh one hundred and eighty nine, and then zero point two percent in the red for Muslims. And then it gives a share of world population. For Israel, it's 4% of world population. For Muslims, 24%. And all he said to that chart was, this feels Islamophobic. <laughs> well. I mean, it's just a fact. You can well, yeah. draw whatever you want from it. Right. Um, but in the current situation and yeah. culture that we're living in, you can't hear at all about anti-Semitism without hearing about Islamophobia when it comes to the left, which right. is just crazy. All right, Robbins, you ready for your big three? Yeah, let's go. Here we go. Are you ready? One, two, three. It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins' trifecta, his top three news stories of the day, was helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. You okay? Yes. All right. No, I'm going to ask. I'm not going to ask. I'm done three. asking. Three. I'm done asking. Okay. Number three. <laughs> One. Smart ass. One in five kids is taking melatonin. Yeah, this is interesting. One in five school-aged children, uh, pre-teens, now takes melatonin to fall asleep. Hmm. The hormone routinely given to an increasing number of kids, this according to a new study published November the 13th, surveyed around 1,000 parents during the first half of 2023. Now, we're not saying that melatonin is necessarily harmful to children, said the lead author, a postdoctoral fellow in sleep and developmental lab at the University of Colorado Boulder. He said, but much more research into, into this has got to be done so we can stay with confidence that it is safe for taking long term. As a dietary supplement, melatonin is not subject to full regulation of the Food and Drug Administration. So they're like, I don't know if this is a good thing or not. So they're looking into it. And I don't know. I, I guess it's all up to parental discretion at this point, right? You wonder, okay, so guess what they're saying is there are more kids now that are having trouble yes, sleeping, sleeping at night. than there have been in years past. And, and people, rather than 
trying to correct the behavior or anything else. They're just going ahead and shoving melatonin down their throats and going here. I mean, like screens, smartphones, yeah. stuff like yes. that. Because a lot things... of kids take their phones to bed with them. Right, or hard and fast bedtimes or, you know, just other things. Yes. Yeah, that's it's concerning, man. There are a lot of behaviors that we have now. And as a parent, you have a lot more challenges than parents in the past. Well, you also have more options. You can drug your kids. So you can turn them into zombies. <laughs> wow. You know, well, you can. Man. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three of the day, up to number two. Uh, a horrible story that came up a couple of weeks ago where a former NHL player who's, who was playing in uh, the U.K. got kicked in the neck during a mm. game and then yeah. died, actually. Yes. Bled out and then was taken to the hospital and, and passed away. And you're telling me police have made an arrest now? Yeah. Police in England have arrested a suspect. They won't name him, by the way. In- what do you mean? It could be one person. Yeah, it's... It's one guy. We saw I know the video. it's one guy, but they leave his name out. In connection with the death of a former NHL player, guys, uh, guy, the player is Adam Johnson, who tragically died last month when his neck was slashed. I'm just reading this as it is. By the skate of an opposing player, the South Yorkshire, Yorkshire Police released a statement confirming an arrest into the investigation of the 29-year-old Johnson's death. The suspect was not identified by law enforcement, but was arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. Now, there are various reasons, perhaps, why that happens. I don't know. Speculation at this point in time. But so far, nothing. Well, Matt well, again, it can only be one person. Yeah, Matt yes. Petgrave is the guy who... Yes, not named, though, in, in the arrest complaint. I mean, no, you're right. Everybody knows his name anyway. And... Right, yeah. Everybody knows his name anyway, but he was arrested, and they said he did this on purpose. This was purposeful, and he meant to hurt the guy. Didn't mean to kill him necessarily, but certainly meant to hurt him. Well, that there was no doubt about it. And David people, had brought uh, the story up, and then we saw the video, and you had talked a little bit about, you know, player again that cut this dude, this skate. What, he didn't have the best reputation, or he had a reputation as a fighter? Yeah, he was a goon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then it was the intent. And I think in the end, David, you and I differed a little. A little bit. Well, I I don't know. I I saw some people saying, yeah, he he went Cobra Kai on the guy and just, like, purposefully got his skate up there. To me, I, I think he certainly meant to do something with the skate but what it looks like as they're coming across the blue line what it looks like is he's going to like try to stomp on the guy's leg or something and there's another player in front of him that he gets turned around by and the leg goes up way higher so i i i again i your mind reading the game moves so fast anyway i to me i i don't know if he meant to kick him in the neck i think certainly something nefarious was was intended there yeah but well, the it just looked to me like it was more like a kung fu style yeah. like leg up like using force to knock him out not so much slice him yeah. is what it no, looked I, like. I don't think i don't think there's anybody that believes he tried to kill him no but i do believe there are people who and they believe obviously that he did it intentionally yeah and like, he's been arrested looked, for manslaughter wow yeah. man yeah, keep an eye on I mean, that. We'll see where it goes, but holy smokes, man. Yeah. And the countdown continues. Scott Robbins, trifecta, top three. And finally, one. I, I saw this uh, being mentioned earlier this morning, but 
uh, Representative Ken, uh, Ken Burchett claims he got kidney punched by former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Really? What is going on, man? Tim Burchett describes the moment when he claims that McCarthy hit him from behind. He said, hey, man, it was a clean shot right to my kidneys. And the reason, of course, is because Burchett was one of the people that voted to oust him as Speaker of the House. Now, apparently, once he did it, Burchett said something and then started running after McCarthy down the hallway. Wow. This hot on the heels of another story today, David. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Mark Wayne Mullen, a Republican senator from the state of Oklahoma, uh, almost got into a fist fight with the Teamsters boss at a hearing, and Bernie Sanders had to call him off. Oh, yeah. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, hold on. Stop it. Is that your Sorry. solution? Every poll. No, no. Sit down. Sit down. Okay. Oh, Bernie. Should have let him go. That's right. Let him go. Well, there's an update on that you have, David. Well, one, there's a little bit more to the conversation if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's more. Right, Can I respond? Mr. Hold Tim. it. Hold it. If Hold we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what he it. said. You'll yeah. have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. But This is a hearing. And then it goes, where? we're not here to talk about physical abuse. You brought, we're not talking in. about, of course. And, I and let me tell you, let me show you his hearing. Cause I want to, I want to expose this thug to who he is. And you're not pointing me. That's disrespectful. All right. I don't care about respecting you at all. I, respect I don't respect you respect. at all. So all right, hold let, me, it. let me, let hold me. it. No, you don't want to hold it. The most hold it, please. Acted. please. All right. So then, yeah, they're, they're John back and forth. Apparently, Mark Wayne Mullen was an MM, MMA fighter. Well, that ups the ante a little bit, doesn't it? And ha- had a short professional career, but was 5-0. and oh. oh, I guarantee you that, that <laughs> union boss, well, he'll be entering a world of pain. Well, the union boss is a big there. fat guy now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is. And, but he might have a lead pipe with him. I don't know. Well, that's true. And he's got some goons with him. Man, again could set this up fellas charity come on for a good cause let's get them in get them in the octagon let's go that would be so much oh, i fun. think it would be great fun yeah it'd be a ratings bonanza too but that union dude ain't gonna do it no he'll never do it there there's no way and there you have it yes the yeah. scott robbins right i like we had two <laughs> fights today involving people in our government well but it's it, one, actually, there was a punch, but we didn't get to see that one finish up. Yeah, it leaves you a little unsatisfied. I know, it honest. does. Yeah. All right, we got to get to a news update. And Nimrod's in the news coming up. Goodbye. See ya. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed 
I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, you know how the city of San Francisco and the state of California worked overtime to clean up the streets in the area where foreign leaders would be visiting? Because they've got the big Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit in San Francisco, and they wanted to make sure that they didn't have to step on human poop. Taxpayers, people who live there, no problem. But yeah, you, know, you locals yeah. can take it. We don't care about you. We got important people yeah. coming in. We got to clean the place up. And they're upping the security and all of this, but they're going to have to go back to the drawing board. A journalist from a Czech Republic public television station who are there covering the event hmm. were out doing their thing and they got robbed at gunpoint, had their gear oh. stolen. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I feel bad for them. It's well, a terrible experience, but I mean, yeah. the comedy. Is not lost here. Yeah, you can shine things up, but you know some yeah. element still remains. Yeah, they're wow. They're doing a stand up uh, there in downtown. I mean, you're not even talking the dead of night. It's 4:56 p.m. Right is when this happened. And wow, three dudes roll up in a car. They pop out of the car. They brandish firearms, point them at them, and say, "Give us all your stuff." And so they they acquiesced and gave the stuff over, and the suspects drove away. Well, one, it's easy to get away with. Two, if they're caught, what happens? Right. right. Exactly. No, it's I crazy. Know. It's like it's being incentivized. Yeah. You're. It's like the risk. What's the risk? What a hmm, percentage chance? You know what? Might as well go for it. It's crazy. Can I just tell you a weird anecdote? This is just from my personal. There was a time where I drove a station vehicle as a as a uh, part of my employment agreement. Yeah. And I was living in a not-so-nice part of town. I was living, uh, you know, in, you could call it the hood. Um, mm-hmm. But at, at one point, I heard from the manager of the apartment complex that she kind of liked having it around because fewer people were getting robbed because <laughs> they just saw the news vehicle out there and thought, oh, crap, if the news vehicle is, is here, right? The, the cops aren't far behind or they're already here somewhere. They're looking for us. So it was, it was pretty good. 
and because there was always this right the thought of consequences right yes um and then as soon as i moved away it was like the week after pizza delivery guy gets robbed at gunpoint oh man out there yeah terrible terrible um you know what but now it's it's so brazen in a place like san francisco where they see a news crew and they think easy target yeah they're not packing let's go steal their stuff they don't care all right, we got to get to Nimrod. He's got a couple doozies. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. Wow. Nimrod's in the news. Start in Florida. A couple there arrested after being caught having fully nude relations out in the open on a causeway. Well. <laughs> well, when the spirit moves you, let oh, me groove you. Woman said it was always a dream of hers. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. And then uh, <laughs> Nimrods go back to 1970 here, I'll explain. Florence, Oregon. Maybe you heard about this story. Residents gathered the other day to mark the 53-year anniversary of the exploding whale incident. It's a sperm whale on shore. They didn't know what to do with it, and they blew the thing up. And they went back to the news footage of it at the time, and it's unreal. Well, I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure just exactly how much uh, explosives it'll take. to. Okay. Boom. All of a sudden, what's this? Cameras stopped rolling immediately after the blast. The humor of the entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. Yes, it's crazy. (laughs) And that's Nimrod's in the news.